It's Hip Hop Tick Tactics with Licia T, the songstress, and Tick Tactic, the DJ. Yo, the boy from Jamaica, Kingston, Tough Dumpling, you yeah, listen to Hip Hop Tick Tactics. You don't know what me I say. This is your boy, Drew. This is Cruddy Rank. This is your bro, Danny O, representing Real Hip Hop. And you can listen all night long to Hip Hop Tick Tactics, baby. This is where real hip hop lives. This is yours truly, S. Yeah, this is your man, Mike Boogie. This is Dax Flo. Hey, this is Reality. This is M Dunn. This is Zach Wesson. This is Shizzy. This is Nigga Wanna. Yo, you know what it do? It's the Hip Hop Tick Tactics show. Live and direct. That's right, it's the most honorable one. Repping it lovely, always. Your boy Thrust. Oh, this is the Dirty Doc. This is your boy Rock Nitty. This is DK. This is Ironic. Yeah, this is Mocha Only. Oh, this is TJ Habibi. And it's your boy Young Stitch. Hey, what up, what up? It's the Mr. Chiss, Knock Chocolate, and Ill Flow. I'm here with Hip Hop Tick Tactics. What's going on? It's your boy Bishop Brigante, and right now you're tuning to Hip Hop Tick Tactics. Stay locked in, you know what I'm saying? Take that mirror down. Let's go. Hip Hop Tick Tacticians of the World. Well, hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. What hello. a week we had. Oh, ooh, who's that? Oh, guys, we have somebody awesome tonight, don't we? We do. Should we say his name or should we leave a, a gap and he'll give us the his DJ drop? I think he should give us his DJ drop. Like, let's be real. Come on now. Let's right. do this shit right. Right? All right. Well, my, my DJ drop is, you could call me Retta or Retta Fire. That's the official name. But the... Uh, the the official redder you know the official handle is DJ Redifier and um, Reda from the Mova Sound System. Here we are, live and direct on the air, <laughs> pre-recorded and direct on the yeah. air. <laughs> God, I love it. Right? <laughs> I love doing this shit. <laughs> We're so impromptu. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's so freaking awesome. Well, thank you for coming to hang with us today. I'm Thanks. pretty excited. I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah, Jason talks a lot about you. Like, oh. talks a lot about you. Thanks. Good that's stuff, cool. obviously. Yeah, that's <laughs> I love being able to, to hang out with y'all. Or anytime I've been on the show, it's been amazing. He's done he's done radio stuff before and playing. And, uh, Mr. Stabler, my hats off to you. Thank you. And pleasure to meet you, Snoopy. <laughs> yeah, I believe this is your fourth uh your fourth installment on the show. Um yeah, probably. You've, you've had uh you're at the first generation of my Midtown Studios. Yep. Uh then you were in one of my basement houses. Yep. Or one of my houses basements, I should say. Yeah. And That's- then uh for a brief moment I had a, a huge space in Peterborough that we utilized for one show, thank goodness. Yeah, and uh, here we are again. <laughs> here we are for number four, and, and I got a whole new bag of tricks for you too. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. So before we uh, before we get uh, lost in the stories and, and all the rest of that, I wanted to bring up uh, a, a poster that I saw on Facebook the other day um, about uh, an event on March 11th. Yes, sir. Uh, tell us. Tell everybody about. These, these events you have coming up uh, so that they know about them now and uh, well thank and you we yeah. keep promoting them for you thank you for being for, for allowing us to showcase them uh, we really appreciate it uh, March 11th uh, Jason is correct and you've heard it here first on the Hip Hop Tick Tactics show the Move a Sound System will be playing in person live in Oshawa at the Biltmore with none other than the human rights. So this is this is gonna be huge. Um, looking forward, looking forward, looking forward. It's gonna be an awesome event. 
the response has been literally like the outpouring from just friends and extended family uh, who've reached out to us over social media saying they're excited about it. Uh, been two long years, everybody. Three long years almost. And yeah. we're, we're just going to use this opportunity to get everybody under the same roof. The people that built more reached out to us. Mm -hmm. uh, the promoter, fantastic. Shout out to him. Seb, thank you very much for the opportunity. Hope you're listening. Um, uh, sorry, who's that? Sebastian, who's uh, working with us through the promotion. Oh, uh, excellent. Yeah. It's them, the human rights, um, the, the venue in Oshawa, Biltmore, they've all been phenomenal to us so far. Uh, you'll see print promos all over the town, probably in, throughout Durham uh, over the next couple of weeks. We know this, this is a long trajectory, uh, mm -hmm. game, but that's how we like to do things. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the for all intents and purposes, the Grateful Dread and I were, you know, reasoning about it and figuring when when are we going to come back and when are we going to, you know, hit the road again. And it, it it had to be the right thing. And I know Jay, you and I discussed something earlier in the year, but it just kind of it went weird. So it just wasn't meant to be. And we're just <laughs> glad we held out and waited for this. Yeah, this is, I blame you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, we'll leave that alone. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> Little but, do you know. Yeah, no, no, no. Right? No, we ain't gonna go there. Um, the the fact of the matter is, we just have an opportunity to come back in in full force and be able to not only host a great event uh, or, or be part of a great event, rather the, the the fact that the human rights are hosting us to, to be able to play with them. That's both an honor and a privilege. And if you haven't heard them or seen them get out to this event, um, for those who have, I don't have to say anything more. <laughs> if you like good roots, rock, reggae, boy, will you be in the right place on March 11th? Woo! You got me excited, brother. Straight All up. Right. All right. The human so rights is like, Awesome. Yeah. These guys yeah. are fan fantastic. Excuse my French. Not sorry. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I am absolutely in love with this group. I was so excited to when I first heard them. Yeah. Um, I think it was probably 2010. Some wow. I don't know what event I was at. Um, but somebody was telling me about this group. And I'm like, okay, let me go check this. And my mouth just dropped. And I'm like, yeah. Where in Canada do we don't have anything like we don't have anything else like this? Nobody, why not? Right. In Ontario alone, right. we are so eclectic with all the different uh, Caribbean styles. Why? Just looking yeah. at the group of people, yeah. you wouldn't think that this is a roots band. You know what no. I'm saying? No. And it goes to show yet again that the music has no boundaries, <laughs> and it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful a beautiful thing. And, and, and how lucky are we to be in a place that embraces type of diversity to the point where it becomes part of all of our culture, you know? Absolutely. Amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very impressive. Very excited for you. This is, this is huge. That this can go anywhere. Yeah, I know. Anywhere. Literally. So we, we had the opportunity. Um, they, they waved it in front of our face and it, it was one of those things where, yeah, this is right. This yes. is just how we come back hitting and yeah. uh, looking forward to it. Because again, um, you know, some of us might know us for 
playing regular type of club type of parties or dance hall mm-hmm. parties, even sound clash, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. This is kind of where we cut our teeth playing along yeah. with diverse artists. And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And being able to bring that to the people in Durham, that's an honor and a privilege. And I don't know if Jason for you, there's another date that, that we're appearing on that's very same tour. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We will be in, in Peterborough on the first of April at the Red Dog with DJ Chocolate. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. That's yeah. huge. And the human rights. So like it's it's hey, good things are happening. It's the perfect way to start the spring. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I envision this going like I see you guys playing in Halifax and then making your way across back Canada, like just listening to what you're saying and everything and the, the feeling that I'm getting because I do have chills of excitement and that's just legitimate shit. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. I can that's just envision how this is going to be for your summer. Like, woo, a- human rights, shit. Move a sound system, come on now. If you don't know. <laughs> well, there's two dates so far. They're, they're talking about, they've already got another uh, Montreal date and Lauren's going to be on that and Chocolate's going to be on that, rather. So that's going to be awesome. Mikey Dangerous is on that bill, too. So the, uh, all of our friends and family out in Montreal, go and check that out because that's where I'm from originally. I'm probably oh. just for the party and hang out <laughs> and get to enjoy the night and see old friends but yeah Why not? I, this, this is this, they're they're taking this on the road in a serious way and the uh not only is the promotion right but the whole vibe is right with everyone and from from your blessing there my friend thank you that 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 means a hell of a lot yeah you'll see me there for sure all right talk, yeah i'll try to behave myself i'll try just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm trouble when it comes to roots music. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, but well, we got you know there's a, there's a couple of, of pieces that uh, I've got exclusively sort of set aside. I've already been going through folders and looking at what I want to start playing for those things. And yeah, I know it's months ahead in the trajectory, but it's a roots night, so you gotta come correct. Yeah, Durham, I don't know what y'all are doing, but I wish like, you know, other Mm -hmm. areas would catch up, you know, like my area, you know, like I would like to see something like that around here. (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be stuff in Toronto they're doing too. I I know that for a fact. All I can speak for are the the dates that we're on at the moment. Okay. Uh, but it's, you know, I'm sure that if you go and have a look, just t- punch in human rights on a Google search, and you'll see all the dates show up there. I, I, it's perfect. Pretty, it's pretty easy these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you're right. There, there's been so much influence and, and people just kind of moving towards that, you know, dance hall, dance hall thing. What, what happened to Roots? So uh, we're going to do our part and <laughs> make it happen again. Well, and now Afrobeat. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> you really want to go there? That's what I was going to say. What are your thoughts on that? Oh. Uh, <laughs> it borrows from a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, in a sense, probably, I, I hate to say it, but it's, it's just another evolution of sound system culture. Mm-hmm. And 
it's taken a number of different shapes and forms around the world. And you want to see how far-reaching sound system is, then look no further than Brixton, London. Uh, look no further than Toronto, Ontario. Look no further uh, than places in South America that keyed into this whole ragaton sound, which, as we all know, is fully influenced by dancehall and sound system culture. Mm -hmm. uh, DJ culture itself owes a tip of the hat to sound mm -hmm. system because before the DJ was popular anywhere else in the world, the sound system and the DJ were king in Jamaica anywhere. Mm -hmm. For that, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and, and I, I will, I will stand behind that 150. percent Anybody want to argue with me? Come, 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 come with it. I'll come with <laughs> you. I'll come with dates and chronologies for you. So let's talk and sit down mm -hmm. and reason and we'll have a good time doing it. But I mean, like, look, go, go to to dubstep, right? Like, go to drum and bass. Jay, you're asking me, do I? What do I think of Afrobeat? Well. Am I going to go and hang out at a DMV party or am I going to go listen to dubstep all night? Probably not. Can I appreciate it for what it is? Yes. Uh, do I respect it for where it's tipping its hat to? Yeah. So Afrobeat, I see in pretty much a lot of the same way. It's just mm -hmm. kind of another extension of the form. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. That was a beautiful explanation. Yeah. Oh, thank you. But well, that was off the top of my head. <laughs> and, uh, and to build on what you said about uh, about so many things being started from the the sound clash, uh, yes. Cool Herc, who so many people credit with starting hip hop, his father was a sound clash DJ, and that's that's how exactly. Cool Herc had access to the equipment. Yeah, yeah. So and, yeah, and that you know that came up in new york city and like to this day how dare i not mention new york city or miami or atlanta or any of those places along the east coast in the united states that were influenced by heavily by, and still are by, by reggae and sound system culture you know yeah, all absolutely those, all those places um yeah herc was one of the originators that's for damn sure and not only that but because he had access to that kind of gear and that kind of equipment uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was basically him just learning to find that and then find the break yep. and then bounce back and forth and boom, all of a sudden hip hop is born. So and then MC Coke Rock saying, throw your hands in the air. In the air. So like the first, yeah. Can, yeah. can we just laugh for a minute that the first <laughs> rapper on record's name is Coke Rock? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Come oh on. shit! <laughs> so, so yeah, it's. Uh, I, I won't comment on that. Um, not partaken of, nor will. But at the same time, these these art forms have all kind of spun out of, you know, the original sound system culture. And I, as far as we're concerned, uh, as Muva, we're just proud and very blessed and honored to be a part of it you know you're talking about a white kid who grew up half irish half palestinian on the south shore of montreal like <laughs> you know uh the other half of move sound system is straight up scottish from glasgow uh, grateful dread so like you know 
would you expect us <laughs> to, to be cranking this out? Well, in a city like Toronto, sure. But, yep. you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like, I don't see. Somebody would be saying, oh, what is? <laughs> right? <laughs> but now it's like everybody knows who the hell you guys are so it just works sure, sure. and and you know it, we've, we've cut our teeth in a number of different kind of avenues of sound system but uh, at the end of the day we will always be and always play roots rock reggae because that's our specialty and you know Come on, man. Anyone who's here me play, you're, you're going to get your lover's rock, your rock steady, all that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. We'll play your singing melodies, your Sanchez, all that wonderfulness. Too. Oh, yeah. Have the me lose my voice. I'd be like, I'd want to grab the microphone from somebody and just start singing along or screaming, whichever. But we're not opposed to that. And we've got all the instrumentals to, to let, let that happen, too. So, oh, that's a problem. You don't, want, you don't want me near that. <laughs> well, it's it's funny you said uh, it's funny you said Sanchez. Um, mm. I have a plan for New Year's Eve, and anybody who's listening is is gonna have a heads up. But uh, I'm playing for a group of individuals that loses their mind for Dipset Anthem, oh. and uh, the beginning of Dipset Anthem is exactly the same as One in a Million. Yep. yep. But I have a feeling that a lot of these guys don't know One in a Million. And it's going to be funny when they're ready to like, and then Go crazy kicks in. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, look, I man, need that felt. If, if you want to go to those references, you what is it? Uh, player haters or ha hater players in Talib quality? We bumping like Stone Love tapes. Like, come on, yeah. <laughs> like, it's right in there. They're, oh yeah, not, yeah. So they're not, and then they're not making any business about it. It's just. To me, it's the traces of sound system are everywhere. So to circle this back, back to what do we call an Afrobeat? It's just another offshoot of it, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. Yeah, because because what's going to happen is some other kid who's tuned into Afrobeat, who's just as, or some other kid in South America who's tuned into Ragaton is going to hear the original and the foundation, and then it's going to go like mm -hmm. click, and mm -hmm. they're going to get. And right. then make another yeah. offshoot. Bingo. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. You know, where it goes. Heaven knows, man. Because you got to think of it like if, if you look back in terms of production, Jay, just in, in modern day production um, owes so much to the, the early dubbing techniques of people like Scratch, right? Mm -hmm. or, Ubi or King Jammy, any of those guys. Uh, they're the originators. Mm -hmm. Verbs, blah, 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 whatever they're adding onto things, like making these huge cavernous sounding, you know, audio escapade type of things. When, when you listen to dub, like straight up dub, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. So, yeah, the modern hip hop studio, like yourself, man. You know, you're 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 using emulator, we're, and we're both using emulators and stuff on our computers. That these guys were literally soldering together. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. So look how look how far we've come, and we got them to thank for it. Definitely, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely, so, absolutely. 
on our on our previous episodes that we had with you, you uh, explained the brief history of uh, of the the sound clash and the sound systems and uh, and dub plates. Uh, sure. Can you go into that a bit more for our uh, our listeners that maybe have uh, have just joined us and are hearing you for the first time? Um, sure. Like, where do you want to start? I mean, let's start with dub plates. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> A, a, a very dangerous addiction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll warn you all. <laughs> and, and from what I understand, not a cheap addiction either. No, they're not. Um, you would probably be, it would probably be cheaper to, to be a drug fiend of some kind. Um, in yeah. But I mean, look, the way that dub plate works is this. Uh, you set yourself up with studios that you trust who have access to certain artists and when certain artists are in town, they'll give you a call. Or if you're lucky enough, like leap in to be able to go down to the yard and whatever, you meet certain artists and you develop relationships with them. Um, So sometimes, and you know, even even in in town, some of our best tunes uh, come from local artists or some of the tunes that people love the most are are Mm -hmm. from local artists who uh, really and truthfully, you know, sing and play, if not better than any of, you know, your top notch billboard artists uh, out there on charts, quote unquote, right. with air quotes, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's what dub play was all about. You get custom tunes by the artists themselves. I and mean, the ones you develop relationships with, you can literally write songs and write your own music to play with them. And you can use it just for a regular special to play in a dance at a party, or you can use it as a dub, like a clashing dub for killing sound. And that's a whole other ball of wax. But yeah, the dub plate is a, is a custom song that uh, if you have a relationship with the artist, they'll maybe collaborate with you and you write the song with them uh, on a chosen rhythm. Or uh, if you have a connection to a certain artist, uh, either in Jamaica, England, New York, wherever they might be, mm-hmm. um, you can pay them for their work and they will sing one of their songs for you. Uh, in, and inject your name into it, the sound system's name into it, and they'll customize it, you know, shout out the cities that you're or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, special stuff for the Oshawa and the Peterborough events for sure, uh, which will be one-time dubs so you, we only play it those nights yeah so that's that <laughs> but yeah again we establish those relationships with artists to get cool stuff to be able to to feature for the folks who come out to, to listen to you so it's one thing to play a, a regular 45 which you can go to any club in here uh and it's something else and it's something more exciting and you know made with more love obviously so that you can hear it as a one-of-a-kind custom piece for that night then so yeah wow so can i ask who have you had who which artists like have you had sisla am i gonna freak out did did you Uh, get you're gonna make me freak out (laughs) for for devs like in terms of our catalog i don't know you can talk to jay about that it it runs it runs pretty deep but not nearly as a lot of the big sounds here and even in Toronto or worldwide like 
we've been doing this for with Move a Sound System for almost 20 years now. So our, we've got a lot of exclusive uh, dub cuts, but you know, some of our proudest uh, things that we hold our original Gregory Isaacs, Freddie McGregor, John Holt pieces, uh, some of the artists, the late greats who are unfortunately no longer with us. Uh, we keep them with us by being able to play them. Um, as exclusive tunes. Yeah. The first thing that we did as a sound system was specifically target going after a dub plate from veteran artists who were the foundation artists. Yeah. Which is why we have those uh, those tunes now. And really and truthfully, um, <laughs> I, do, I, I don't know how to say this exactly, but it, the best way to put it would be you capture a moment of history and, and a moment in time. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of like being a musical anthropologist in a way, mm -hmm. if you look at it. And any any of the big sound system selectors in, in Toronto and all over the world, they are literally music musicologists. They are ethnomusicologists in, in every sense of the word because they collect catalogs of songs that are exclusive to them by artists who range in, you know, uh, from the very, very beginning of sound system culture all the way to the most latest, greatest dance hall sensation of the day, which, as we know, dance hall reggae kind of, <laughs> you know, the, 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 some could say here today, gone tomorrow. Some have the longevity to stick around, and others that yep. come and go. It's just yep. a business, right? Mm -hmm. no, okay. right. You can, but dub plate, you capture that moment, you get an exclusive piece of it. So there you go. Uh, yeah, no, good explanation. You, we'll, we'll definitely have some, you'll, you'll hear some, some John Holt and you'll hear some Freddie McGregor, and some good classics we've been saving for you, along with Paul Goswell, something, some really cool brand new things. Uh, nice. I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> We'll talk about that out there. <laughs> guns from Eglinton, guns from Galloway. <laughs> and of course, Lindo P. You're gonna hear that. If if you come to the Peterborough or the Oshawa Jam J, I'll play I'll play the Lindo song for you. And you know I'm gonna be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's truthfully he's one of my favorite artists and he's he's uh, arguably the best selector for a, a sound system in, in Toronto. Shout out okay. to the crew and Lindo people. And, and Lindo, thank the, you for them. We love them. <laughs> the, the day that uh, the day that you introduced me to him and and we recorded him, um, I smoked the strongest gas I've ever had in my life. <laughs> to this day, like even with the the legal shops and like the extreme <laughs> science geek stuff they have now, like this was like what five years ago or something. I, yeah. I still don't think I've had anything that strong as what he gave me. <laughs> Perfect. But he's still here to tell the tale. So exactly. It, it wouldn't be that way if he was talking about booze. <laughs> and you know when you bring the Rasta man around coming come in your in your shop, they don't deal with the with the nitty gritty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, but only the high grade. That's what they're after. So trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome 
Yeah. And that is so awesome. Yeah, I like your breakdown on like subplates. Like if people didn't really understand mm. that that aspect of it. Yeah, yeah I like I really like that. People learn a lot from that one for sure. Good. But um before we came back, you had <laughs> made a comment about did you hear about Sizzla and DJ Khaled? Um, what are you talking about? I'm not going I don't know. I don't I don't know any of the backstory. All I heard is that Sizzla for whatever reason grabbed like DJ Khaled sent him like I guess platinum records or gold records for whatever collaboration they did. Yeah. And there's a picture of Sizzla throwing them in a pile or like video of him throwing them on a pile and setting fire to it. <laughs> My lord. <laughs> What that involves, I'll do some more research tonight and figure that out. But if it's so weird, but oof, I don't know, Cal. I don't know, Cal. I don't know. You don't. You don't want to sit on your bad side. That's all I know. Hey, (laughs) Rasta, don't play. They really don't. That's all. Like you don't want to fuck with that, yo. Rasta, don't play. So don't no ramp with them. (laughs) You know. No, you're not supposed to. Whatever. What I, I would love to know the full story. I don't. Um, mm-hmm. I, and look, we some of our most prized possessions are our Sizzla dubs. So, because yeah. man, anyway, the, some of the, the, the stuff he's done for us, you can tell he's doing it in one take, but ripping freestyles. Jay's heard them. Like, a, yeah. You can go back on to if you can. Can they actually still listen to the old shows, Jay? Or. Are they, like, um, they don't no. have availability for them no. now, but okay. you know what we might do uh, eventually is some of our more premium episodes add on a like Patreon type. Patreon, show. put them on yeah. a Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that because I still have like I have all of the recordings still. They're just Perfect. not on the, the podcast apps anymore. That's fine. Yeah. Yes, maybe we should. We should. I don't know, folks. Write in, shoot them an email. Hip hop, yeah. let them know if you want the Patreon. Yeah, that is that. That's a whole next level of cool stuff that we could we could give them. And yeah, I mean, absolutely. you know, it, I, I'm also like, if someone wants to hear one of our dubs or wants to be able to listen to it, I'll, you know, it, we own it. It's ours, right? So yeah. <laughs> Put some of our, our snippets of dubs up on on the Patreon account or mixes or whatever, and it can be bonus content for your fans and your listeners and ours too. If you want to do that, but yeah, nice. we're Sounds not we're not fantastic. beyond fantastic. Sounds fantastic. Let's make it happen. Absolutely. Go out there. I'm just thinking about just thinking about. Khaled friggin' question to throw at me from left field. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Another one. <laughs> that was good. That was good, though. I like the way you threw that one in there. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I actually do remember the first time I heard SZA, like, because I'm from the East Coast. So when I got to Toronto, it was in 99. Oh, wow. And um, my background is Jamaican. And um, I grew up with, like, you know, like just like you said, John Holt. Um, yeah. Uh, Bob, of course, um, like Marcia Griffiths, like all yeah. the good stuff, all the good stuff. Oh, and yeah. so I was like kind of fiended for, for that kind of vibe. And then right. I don't know where I was, like probably 
in the West End somewhere. Not, probably not minding my business. But nonetheless, I heard <laughs> I heard his song called Good Ways. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I was like, oh, who is that? Them, of which them create not the problem. What? <laughs> Woohoo! And <laughs> criticize their own hydrant. What? <laughs> Come on. And how old was he when he wrote that? Like, that's that's crazy. That's the question. That's, that's why I want to know. That's, yeah. Good, good Ways was one of, one of my first, like, one of the first, uh, I guess, reggae dancehall albums I actually bought. Wow. Uh, because I was buying mostly 45s at the time. Mm-hmm. They were cheaper and easier to get, like, volume rhythms so you could play sequentially, right? Yeah. But when I heard, that was just like, I was down at class one on Morningside and Cha-Cha sitting there and just, you know, playing tune after tune after tune. It now and everyone was shot. and I'm like the whole record done <laughs> that yeah. was it that yeah. and I got that and I got I bought Black Woman and Child on the same yeah wow yeah that's a beautiful one too oh uh, well that's kind of where I got the name Retta from is because oh. at the time when I was first started playing I re- I was one of these like music reggae snobs who I I would only play like serious Rastafari like and uh, reggae roots rock mm-hmm. reggae and I was uh, or like conscious dance hall you yeah. know and Capleton Sizzla like I was all about that all those Bobo Shanti guys I love yeah. and, and it was weird like Shaba Rex I didn't want to hear it. or like you know if it was Pop Sean Paul I didn't want to hear it. and I was yeah. I was a total snob about it. And then I started realizing, hey, wait a minute, this is good in its own way at the at its time and place too. But mm-hmm. at the time, that's, you know, so my friend Amilcar, who's Trinidadian guy, shout out to Beppo. He's probably, I think he's in California now. Um, yeah, he started calling me Retta because you're just gonna, yo, Regin, you're just gonna burn straight Retta fire all the time. <laughs> 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 and there's the name that's right there's the name yeah no it's perfect yeah that's but that, that was perfect. like those those artists just still like near and dear to me the first show reggae show or dance hall reggae show i ever saw was uh everton blender and coco tea in at rainbow Coco-T? yeah wow yeah. Yeah. that would have been dope yeah, and then right after that, that same summer, I went to see uh, Culture play at the C- well, the CNE or whatever it was then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope, dude. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I, I, I love the the conscious reggae, like yeah. for real, like Volton Craigie, like all those types of. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's my style for real. Like if I could find a jam, like a good party that's just like that. Everybody yeah. mind their business, go bun their thing, whatever, do whatever. Yeah. But we had the good vibe. Yeah. I'm a happy lady. That's, that's, <laughs> you know? You know? What else do you need? That's that's the whole thing. Cause because there's something about that vibe where it just there's you're not walking on edge. You know, you're no. the it, Tell everyone's just there to, to be able to enjoy themselves and, and full joy themselves and music and each other. And that's, to me, it was music that was celebratory, 
but mm-hmm. what they were putting out was was something that that you could take into your head and was good to take in you know yeah um, and that was kind of why i at the time i i was a bit of a, a dance hall snob snob uh, yeah <laughs> Admittedly, I totally was. I mean, you know, you know, I was a young punk kid too. I didn't know any better, man. I thought I knew everything. <laughs> um, didn't we all? Yeah, right. And then as you get older, the older you get, the more you don't realize you don't know anything. <laughs> don't know shit. Yeah. yeah. So, young and dumb. Till uh-huh. you're forty-one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Till you're how so, old? Me? I said 41. 41. Yeah, okay. Yeah, not 41. Uh, not no. there. I'm older than you're that. You're not there. Give you another couple years, but you'll you'll catch up. Me? It's okay. No, man. I'm 45. <laughs> no, not you. I'm oh, talking about yeah. the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. young one. I have to relish in whatever moments that I still have as the youngest in the room. Right? Enjoy it, man. Because as, yeah. as, as everybody, well, as you guys well know better than me, as time goes on, you you have less of these opportunities in life where you're <laughs> the youngest in the room. Especially true. in this, this dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So true. Jeez, man. Yeah, I could go on and on about this type of music, though, still. Yeah. Absolutely. You, this far, you're doing all right. <laughs> to say that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know the song that grabbed me when I heard it, and it was on 45. And it actually happens to be on the Good Ways uh, album. It's the the song "Real" mm. by Sisla. Look that up, and you know, if anything, maybe I'll have to hint and play it. But yeah, no. uh, <laughs> maybe I will. But you hear that. And I used it, to go down it, to uh, Sonic Boom on uh, when it was on Bloor Street. Yep. Uh, and if you go there, I think the day I went was Wednesdays because I figured out that somebody, I don't know who, was dropping off um, Green Sleeves promo only copies Wednesday afternoons. So right. I'd go there oh. Wednesday nights. And, yeah. And I loaned them. I had a nice collection of them and I loaned them out and never got them back. Damn it! Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that. yeah. That was that was oh. memories buying those on Wednesdays. <laughs> oh. Green sleeves, and that was <laughs> still still one of the the, the marquee labels to this day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Green sleeves and VP. Yep. I think so, it, it yep. must have been someone from a like a British label or a, a British. A Canadian distributor for a British label, I suppose, because um, there was also the uh, oh shit, what were they called? Like Ministry of Sound, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. The, the techno stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I scooped a bunch of like it was always one or the other, but I, I was like, I know these are coming from the same guy, the same like oh they must be the same person at the label that's being told like go throw these in the dumpsters, going to Sonic Boom on his way home and making a few yeah. bucks. Totally. Yeah, I don't blame him. Shit, I would have scooped that shit up too. That's statute of limitations. It was long ago. Now he probably doesn't work there anymore. Or some get out of. Oh, memory lane. That brings yeah. me back to when I first heard Capleton when I got Ooh. out here. 
um, the track that I heard that I still bump today is um, That Day Will Come. That day will come. Uh, you have me singing that all day. When someone pisses me off, I'll put that on and I'll be like, yes, Jack. <laughs> we'll have to run. That day will come. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Of course. Who, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> well, that was like, um, that whole rhythm. I mean, like, you know, the, the whole premise of that. Who do you think you are? Oh, small world, small that, world. That like set that whole tempo for that rhythm, you know. Yeah. And that thing was huge too, because there was the I Wasn't song on that, which was big as well. Yep. I dropped yeah. in 2004, I think, or something yeah. like that. That's arguably one of I Wayne's biggest songs, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Oh, yeah. You're going to have to sing it now. I hate to see them sw- fighting and swimming in blood. That, yeah. Well, Wow, big tune that, big tune that, <laughs> big tune that, and that's the thing. Like, I, I was, I was buying forty fives when that came out. And like to this day, that's we amazing. Have, I played that that rhythm on the last time when when we did the show in Oshawa, there, Jay. When I was playing forty fives, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that, see, that, that's for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. So how does absolutely? Uh, how does the uh, the introduction of stem separation change up that game mm. where well, like i can i can take literally any song and dump it into virtual dj or serato and yeah. separate all the instruments and vocals yeah well you're gonna have to have the second part of the interview with grateful dread because he's the one who likes to chop stuff up like that uh as you do i'm i'm more the, the traditionalist or just the lazy dinosaur um, where I'll, I'll use cues and all kinds of stuff like that, but I, I tend to kind of run it like traditional rhythm, rhythm running, rhythm bumping, track to track type of thing. Mm-hmm. With the introduction of stems, I get it, but like to me, all that makes me want to do is just strip out the rhythm and make more dub plate looking. Well, that, that's what I that's what I meant more so is for the for the exclusive tracks. Yeah, you know how it's kind of become easier now to piece them together because really all you have oh, to sure. do is have them like I could get somebody to say you know this is whoever and you're listening to Hip-Hoptic Tactics yeah. I just take the clip of them saying Hip-Hoptic Tactics and now I can splice it into whatever song that they right. have and because I can separate call, all the shit right you, and what you create by that is what they call splice to okay in, in uh so I that's guess. already kind of happened. That's already been happening. That's nothing new. Then. Sure, but splice tune is frowned upon. Right. That's, it's bullshit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if if the artist ain't singing that song straight through for you, if they're just using the drop and you're using that drop and you're incorporating it as a song, that's a splice tune and you're ripping that fucking artist off. Sorry. No. 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 Talk about it. To, to this it. to this day, I will defend the artist, man. Because I'm sorry, the way that this has gone now, it, and it's it's look, technology is fucking amazing in terms of what we can do now with it and the tools that it's given us. Okay, but let's not dive. Let's not lose the plot. All right, the minute we start ripping off artists and taking their music and calling it as our own, mm-hmm. 
I have a big problem with that. You lost the fucking plot, bro. Yeah. You lost the plot. Yeah. Yeah. Because as a DJ, you owe everything to that artist. Definitely. If you actually respect the music and you respect the craft and you respect the, uh, how should I say it? If you respect the dignity that music should be treated with, and I got nothing against remixing songs. Remix the shit out of whatever you want. Okay? Don't call it your own. it up. Make make it your own. You are a DJ. Yes. But if you start ripping off an artist by, like, taking a piece of a cut of a sample of a tune of whatever and saying that that's you and that's your song, that you got them to do that, Okay. Did you pay them to do that? Did they remember you for doing it? Of course not. Yeah. Did they because of it? No. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the the iTunes thing is wonderful. Go and download what you can for fractions of a sense. But try it if you like stuff on on digital. You know what I mean? Buy yourself. Go to a a a Sally Ann and pick up a turntable and go down to a record shop because they're everywhere still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buy a record and actually get them a you know a piece of yeah. the change that that. Well, and it's, a, it's a different experience listening to a record too. It is. Yes, man. Yes, um, it is. yes. You know, um, it's a commitment. Well, it is. It, 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 There's mean, no fast forwarding. You could no, get up every. You could get ahead. up every 15 seconds Talk and walk through. across the room, and um, you could go up and. <laughs> advance the the needle every 15 seconds to a different track and then flip the record and grab another yeah. thing and you've got this mess all over your living room it, yeah. it's like you oh. said, it, it, yeah. you're looking at a you're looking at a 12 to 20 minute commitment when you put on a side of a record you know yeah, yeah. it's true but th- that's a beautiful thing because yeah. you sit there you that's look at that album cover you open that up you look at the liner notes you read like right the, the artwork well that's the thing the the, the, the just the cover art on an LP that yeah. doesn't translate even to a CD of course you know? not no because and it's the, yeah and also the you know it it celebrates the cohesiveness of an album versus yes playlist yes because yeah. it becomes an actual like an ensemble like a like a like a piece of art right because if then, you're listening to those songs back to back to back to back to back they have to sound good together Right. There's yeah. there's a vibe to that record. And I right. think with with sort of the ball and popularity of that platform, sure. it sort of changed the focus of mastering. Whereas like yeah. previously mastering was like here mastering engineer, here's a whole group of songs. You right. pick which order they're gonna sound amazing in and let's put them all in order and match the levels. Whereas yeah. now it's like, here's one song at a time. Make it as loud as fucking possible without distorting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's no, there's no cohesiveness to it. Yeah. Right. Like I, I understand what you're saying because where it would be as before, it would be put together like a a piece of, like a almost like a, I don't know uh, how would you describe it, like an opera. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, if I was going to say orchestra, like orchestra, an orchestra, yes, an orchestra, like an entire symphony, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, an LP or a record is that artist's symphony. That's yeah. the way I, I think it was. At. I think it was uh, for your eyes only, and mm. if it wasn't, it was Forest Hills Drive. Um, one of the J. Cole albums a few years ago actually yes. got pushed back maybe a two month 
two months extra because he got it back from mastering and he said it's it's just too loud i'm not putting it out like this good. it has to it has good. to have dynamics good send that back and yeah. you know he had rented out electric ladyland studios which was Jimi hendrix studio yeah. and paid orchestras to do these tracks and he's like i'm not part of the loudness war i'm an artist see mm -hmm. they even know the ones who the real artists no yep Okay. Yep. Whereas some one of these kids, they're hauling off the street who looks like a fucking Pokemon character, and they're throwing them up there. Sorry, man. I don't. Whatever. Hip hop tic tacs. I heard it first here from the old grumpy Right. <laughs> Anyways, so like you're talking the truth, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no, like. They're grabbing these these kids. They're throwing them up there, and all it is is like it's meat on the hook. Okay, mm -hmm. who are they puppeteering for the next twenty minutes to make uh, to hit number one on Billboard for the next fifteen minutes? <laughs> you know, like, well, it, they have to stay on top just until they're worth more dead. Sure. And and because of that, it's almost like a race to the bottom. Who's and most then, expendable? And then as soon as they're worth more dead, what, what's what been happening lately to these hip-hop artists? Oh. Um, you know, like in the 90s, you'd, you'd be like, okay, what, you know, top 40 billboard rappers or whatever died from mm. gun violence? Okay, there was Tupac, Biggie. You could include Big L, Freaky Talk. Yeah. Sure. That's like four in yeah, like big five, six sure. years, right? Yeah. 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 And then and that's it. And now it's like one oh, every three weeks. Every this every is... every time a drill artist gets to the top ten, they die. Yeah. And yeah. And, and this is where I'm saying, like, where I'll, again, I'll say it here on hip hop tic tactics. I don't care. And if they want to argue with me, go ahead and argue with me. But what are you what are you putting into the brains of the audience that you're trying to reach? And what kind of longevity do you think you're even going to have as an artist? You're going to make that million dollar contract. That's an advance that they're giving you until they can literally drain you for more. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Like and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at because, again, hip hop is now being released as singles mm -hmm. and not as full albums. Yep. Exactly. Problem. I'm wondering why. Problem. You yeah. only got one tune. That means you only got one thing to say. Yeah. Then you should get a 45, and that's it. Go on. Mm -hmm. You don't even get album cover art for that. <laughs> you get to sleep. You know what I mean? That's it. I hate that. <laughs> I that. That's all you get. One. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. And look, I am not saying there is not good hip hop being released. Okay. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Jay Z. Good lord. Like some of this, the, the new stuff that's coming out of that. Like, <laughs> and mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm saying that it's not. We don't have the, the depth and spectrum of artists in hip hop anymore. And for, for a, a modern day hip hop head or rap head or trap, like the fact that it's digressed to something called trap hurts me. Okay. Mm. Like, because it is a trap. <laughs> 
and they're calling it what it is right to your face. It's a trap. Come on, man. <laughs> like, anyhow. So, the, see, you, would, you wouldn't get the Afrobeat argument out of me, but you got the trap argument out of me. I wasn't yeah, trying to get Afrobeat out of, <laughs> argument out of you. I, I play a lot of Afrobeat at, uh, like, yeah. I do a lot of open format parties, and yeah. I have a lot more fun as the night goes on and it starts leaning that way. Yeah, man. Any day. Those are usually the ones that I get asked to stay an hour or two later and get to charge mm-hmm. more, and it's, it's better. It's, it's more it's better be- for you. It's more better for you. Yeah. Totally. Too funny. <laughs> totally. But yeah, like, I don't know. If, let, let, them, let them put out full albums or sign record companies, sign artists who are not singles, who are albums. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes more balls and more guts and more belief to do that. But come on, folks. Like, if you have a belief well, in They, they in, found it, that the better business model to follow is like a loan company, not. Yeah. yeah. Not they're, a, they're all modern day loan sharks, man. That's it. It's a loan company. It's not a, it's no. not a cultivator no. of arts. No. And, and they're doing. It's the, money the, mark. The, it's a payday totally, loan because totally. the, yeah. the, the rates that these guys have to pay back is <laughs> it's absurd. Yeah. And you know, here they are with like wads of cash that they got from that deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see them flashing that in the next single? No. no. <laughs> you know, like I wonder why. No, so, you yeah. don't because because they're traceable everywhere because even if they have their location turned off, everyone else has them on camera and they're flashing around wads of cash. And that's why there's one dead every few minutes. And and this is it, man. Like, but that's what I'm saying. What are they perpetuating? Yep. Right? Yeah. That's another form right there. It is. And it goes. It is. Follow me home and rob I find me. it goes from both sides, not just the male side of the rap game, but the female. Oh, side. yeah. Oh yeah, rap game too. Far <laughs> what are we exploited. perpetuating here? <laughs> Far more exploited. Like, let's be honest about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And 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 the, the willingness and the readiness to do that on on the part of a lot of these young artists is terrifying. It is. You it know? is. And You're the fact more. that they're doing this blindly. You're worth more. And they don't know their own worth in regards no. to well, ensuring that they. They they are copywriting their own works versus Thank you. somebody Thank you. else taking Thank you. taking all the publication from them I, right off the hop. I can't stand it. I can't stand it that there's so many of them out there that have no idea. So no like, idea. And I think almost every episode we've had so far, we talk hmm. something about educating yourself. If Good. you're walking into this game, don't walk in blind, man. No. You got to know what you're doing. Like, if you're going to go and have your music playing on different platforms, understand that just because and you got a And on that note, doesn't mean when we return get from the break, we'll dollars. have Natalie's Protect Yourself Corner when we return from this break. <laughs> We're running out of time. <laughs> this concludes the FM broadcast portion of our show for the week. To hear the rest of the interview, head on over to doingthemusic.com slash tactics or your favorite podcasting app. Check us out, subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave a comment. Come on back next Tuesday at 10 p.m. to CFFF Trent Radio 92.7 FM in Peterborough and around the rest of the world at trentradio.ca. Have a great evening, and we will see you on the podcast. Oh.
Sound gone and them can't come back Cause when Dub call your name Can't tell him if he call again Alright then Life never promised us a better rose So we are kill sound in the best way we know Can this the move a sound Cause you know them are my brethren And now we run the town Today And today, today, today Sound boy now live this it tomorrow Move or kill them sound today Me tell you today hey. Today, today, today Sound boy and I'll live this tomorrow And we a kill your sound today Me tell you Today is my day, me say hip hip hooray Oh what a joy when the bad sound a play To see the kids them smile in the park as them play And this sound boy we keep them out of the way I wanna kick up uh-huh. the head like Messi, boss a pile, but a salad. Oh, hey, don't wanna chase him up. Move a sound. Yeah, yeah. Oh, move a sound. Oh, move a sound. Move a sound. I'ma tell you this once you the realist. Doctor, doctor, doctor. For your sound, I'ma die hard like Bruce Willis. Doctor, doctor. You got style. You, you got. Sounds don't you like it? 
Yo, the boy from Jamaica, Kingston, Tough Dumpling, you listen to Hip Hop Tick Tactics. You don't know what me I said. Peace. We were just, uh, we just took a, a quick break, and uh, before I hit record, we were talking about the nostalgia of listening to to radio stations. I was talking about my nostalgia with Trent Radio, and uh, and Retta mentioned a station in, in Montreal. Which one was that? CJLO, Concordia Radio. Nice. Uh, Concordia. Mine was uh, CJLS, Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. There you go. So... So Trent Radio was actually the first place I heard uh I wanna say basically any of the Wu Tang solo stuff. Wow. Uh wow. it was it was one of the stations that I actually got quite clearly uh in Cavan, Millbrook area. And uh yeah, I I was probably like thirteen or fourteen and yep. heard like the first you know, Ghostface album played by this guy and Ice Cream and only both things, all that shit. I heard the first what? time on Trent Radio. I would have freaked right out. That's it, man. College radio. They 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 they're the last hope, you know, especially when it comes to artists. If you want you want to be played somewhere, you go to the college radio station first, man. Don't go to a record label. Absolutely. Find what show you want on that college station and it's so easy now you don't have to have an lp you don't have to have a cd just get a decent master of your track on a usb chip and bring that to that dj and or email it to them in a high quality you know mp4 whatever and man like it's so much easier now so doing the music at gmail.com that's it you know? Yeah, doing the music <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> That's so uh, true. Redafire at gmail.com. You're down with regular, whatever. You know, Jay's got the, Jason's got the, the, the hip hop world covered. We'll, we'll take the reggae from here. <laughs> I, I want to, yeah. I want to tell people who, you know, like if you, if you're sending DJs your music directly, that's, that's great. But, if you want DJs to be able to find your record, um, mm. spelling things wrong doesn't help anybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> Heavens, no. Please, don't. Oh, we, my goodness. We've got to sort that. And if we don't know you very well and we try to sort it while we're mixing and we have that opportunity to drop it in, but we can't find it because you've misspelled it, go ahead, Jay, tell them the rest. Congratulations! Yeah. You played yourself, and we yeah. didn't play you. <laughs> like I, I, I have not been able to play songs that people have requested at parties because people have spelled them stupidly. Yes. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? It's not your fault. Like, no. and I, I can tell you, no. like, it, it doesn't help. Zero responsibility. Do you know how long <laughs> it took me to zero. figure out how to spell skilly bang? Oh, skilly bang? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Went out of the way on that one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, how many parties, like, people may have gone home disappointed, like, this guy didn't play my thing. Is like, I don't know. 
there's there's a lot to be said some djs get pissed when people come over and hold up their phone i'm like oh thank god i can kind of see how i'm supposed to spell yeah. this when i search yeah. for it yeah. <laughs> i don't get pissed at it i'm like thank you that's like a yeah. visual aid that's it, yeah because i can't I hear you guess. anyway and let's face it like in this yeah. post pandemic era i really don't want you shouting in my face and spitting all over me anyhow no Nasty. No. I never wanted that to begin with. What do you mean post-pandemic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now like I I got COVID once mm. and it was late, like this September. Yeah. And I worked I DJ'd like five, six nights a week from April until then. People shouting requests in my face every night and I I didn't get it the whole summer. Mm-hmm. I was very lucky, I guess. You were. Yeah. You were. Absolutely. Put you on your ass, though. But I'm, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I said it uh, put you on your ass getting it. Oh, oh it, didn't, it didn't really affect me. I actually, like, I made my parents, like, sign kind of a deal, like, because I'm, they were very cautious, let's say, and still are. So I, I test pretty much every time I see them still. Yeah, and yeah. I was going to see them that day, it. and I, I didn't really feel any different. I tested, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, and then the next go. day, and I was like, I "Guess I still have it, and this is an excuse to like watch TV, which I haven't done in five years." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I do. Unreal. So I rewatched yeah. like half a season of The Sopranos. It was fantastic. Oh, beautiful! That's a good nice. Thing. Yeah, I was. I was actually like. I, I didn't have COVID, but for the first time in a year, I got sick the other day, and I was just like, uh, laid up, Narcos. <laughs> it was yeah. a Narcos day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, I guess, like, yeah, that, that that's, you know, how has COVID changed the DJ game? Well, uh, yeah, it's a whole other conversation. There totally is. But look, uh, I think we're all at a point now where we've sort of come to accept what is and if that happens to be an occupational hazard so be it uh as a dance hall dj there are far other <laughs> occupational hazards are other uh, so covid to me is all right tack it onto the list <laughs> yeah, pretty, <laughs> much. pretty much yeah and, and look Jeez. Hey, you can say that crossing the street, man. You know, mm-hmm. you totally can. No, you I'm not totally can. No. So again, uh, for upcoming dates and stuff like that, we're just we're just happy to be part of it. And, and yeah, back in a place where we think it's gonna do everybody uh, the most to be yeah. to, to get together again. Absolutely. March 11th, guys. March 11th. Amen. March 11th, April 1st, Peterborough. We don't have that one uh, printed yet, but that's coming soon. You'll see that around the Peterborough area. Perfect. And uh, both uh, of which, too, you probably see them up in Alderville, too. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Alderville cool. first. Um, Jason knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> and those who know, know. Green <laughs> <Yeah>. Mile. <laughs> <laughs> but you know like I don't know dude did you really hesitate when you went out and played again for the first couple of rounds uh, no because poverty and depression had a greater chance of killing me than 
anybody breathing on me at that point of not working Bingo. for two years, closing two much. studios, selling my house. I, I needed to work. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, it ran a number on so many people, dude, you know, yeah. whether that be health wise, financially, mentally, which is probably, I would say the most detrimental than, than any it of is. those. Um, again this is why like we're human beings we need to be able to get to to congregate to celebrate Mm -hmm. um and and let's just tune this back to music when it comes to uh playing different types of genres and playing in different venues well it's not bad to be choosy because hey there's that other potential hazard out there theoretically and we're gonna make it good make it good for everybody let's enjoy ourselves together but well and it 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 changed my perspective on a lot of things there Mm. there are a lot of songs or types of songs that i used to hate playing when i would be out at parties right you know it's just like oh this is not like my style or whatever and then after you know basically sitting either by myself or with my daughter who was seven when COVID started and 10 now right? Um, alone in the house I look at it completely different now it's like okay yeah. this may not be my favorite song or type of song but I get to play it now but I'm playing music and people are enjoying themselves because I'm playing this music yeah. it's, you know yeah. pick the worst example you can think of it, it used to drive me crazy. I used to get up and leave the room and set a timer on my phone with 30 Time seconds just... left of cha-cha slide. Right. Oh, snap. And now I, I stand at the side <laughs> of the room. I don't like stand behind my decks and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kind of yeah. stand in the room and I'm like, there's like 50 or 100 or however many people up right now, not at a table, smiling right. and moving. And this is kind of a beautiful thing, really. Yeah. 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 And it's like, you know, someone said it to me once. They said, by, by being a musician or even by a DJ, if you move people, you're kind of like a magician. You know, um, there's there's magic in that. And there's something to be said for a group of people all feeling the same thing at the same time. Yeah. You know, and yep. what, what those are those are the moments that... I think if anything else that we've all missed so much and that we're going to cherish even more now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and also like knowing how to take the room different places too. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah. I, yeah. How to be able post, to, to post pandemic. I've noticed a lot of places are short on security from time to time. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you can read a room and know like okay if i continue playing this type of music that's getting people amped up there's yep. gonna be problems here really soon yeah and i need to throw on something that may get people kind of pissed off with me for bringing down the vibe in here but it's for the safety of this room <laughs> we are the front line of security everybody in that room is listening to what you're doing oh, right control there the there. mood right you control everything Mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. to not only the mood but in terms you control the bar sales you control the vibe <laughs> you control food sales in theory as well too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, you are the one who sets the tempo for whatever security is in there, whether you want to make it a friendly or a hostile environment for them. Mm-hmm. That's up to you. Yeah. Yep. And you got to look at it in the way of like, that was the one good thing about playing it to dance hall crowds is you learn that real quick because mm-hmm. a dance hall audience will respond to you like none other. Mm-hmm. And they are part of the interactions. Mm-hmm. You are looking to them for the cue, but as opposed to any other genre in dance hall, they are the ones who are giving you the cue. Mm-hmm. You're not cueing them to to move to the next vibe. Right. They're going to dictate what what they want to hear, mm-hmm. and you're going to read them. But you're also going to hear hands banging on walls. You're going to yeah. see hands and flames and lighters in the air, phone yeah. lights or whatever. And if they don't like it, you're going to get a bottle quick. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to be on your game, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know. That's so true. Yeah, you're, you're taking the cue from them. You're not I need you at some of my Ajax parties. Right. <laughs> well, call me up, man. I'll, I'll, we'll go in like the like the Marines. Don't worry. I, I learned. So I I learned a, a lesson this this year that uh, Saint Lucians don't like a lot of Jamaican music. Mm-hmm. And I learned yeah. that the hard way. I didn't have bottles thrown at me, but no, no. After playing, a few, after playing a few tunes that they didn't want to hear, they told me very directly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, you, yes. you have to migrate to either Calypso or Soca real quick. Yes. Real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Or, or at least try to save the entire vibe with some commonly known hip hop tunes. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like your last line of defense, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I went straight old Soca. Yeah, good and, for you. And, and and won it right over, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's all you need. Give them their sparrow, <laughs> you know, and start there and move from yep. move from whence forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, sparrow, Jesus, old school, holy crap. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Goodbye. Because if it, I take it, he was probably playing a barbecue or a house party, so there's a very diverse age group there. Right. It was a it was a wedding at the Ajax Convention Center. Bingo. Okay, oh, and so you go. win over the the older crowd right away, right? They start moving and grooving, and guess what? The next thing you can then slide into the more modern stuff, right? Yes. And yeah, I did drink water and mind my business. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the smartest thing you can do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. Too fucking funny. <laughs> learning a thing or two. Yep. Put, That's what put, we try to bring every episode. Hey, man. You know, putting putting in the time on the turf. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> it's the only way you're gonna learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta learn some things the hard way. Yeah, yeah well, we, we really do. My favorite term is baptism by fire. You know. Yeah, I I got a nice gratuity at the end of the night, so I. Of course you did. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I was when I was the only one with my complexion in the room, I don't think they were having very high expectations of what they were getting for a party after their dinner. But of course not. But it's always it's it's it. Some people look at as look at that like a uh, a downside or a you know negative, but. If you look at it the right way, it's kind of like you catch them by surprise. 
And when you do, you'll win them over even quicker. Well, that that one I made sure not to bring a controller. I brought turntables for that. I had right. So at not least even the stands. I had twelve hundreds. Oh beauty! Oh shit! <laughs> oh beauty! So, so you had cred right up. You had street cred. Right? I, I yeah. had to. I had to. Yeah. Because yeah. the dress code said, there makes me dress sort of like a cornball anyway, right? So then, right. like, I, I had to at least have like legit equipment. <laughs> of yeah. course, because if you if you showed up with with the Stantons, they were like, "What are these space space cadet turntables you got exactly. here?" Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Space Force DJ. What? Yeah. <laughs> what is this guy? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's too funny, guys. <laughs> the stories you DJs have. Oh my god. I show that could go on. That even, could be like four episodes. We haven't even gotten <laughs> into them yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about crowd control. I ain't got nothing to do with the stories. <laughs> <laughs> See again, that's four episodes. On the next installment, we'll talk shady promoters. <laughs> Which is going right onto Patreon because it sure as hell won't make the radio. <laughs> but no, what 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 we said before our last break, uh, Nat mentioned that every episode we seem to have a a brief conversation at least about publishing rights and things like that. Yeah. So my thought was we had a new segment called <laughs> "Protect Your Neck" with Natalie. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> there it is. Where That's each hilarious. week Nat goes on a rant about how <laughs> somebody's not getting their their fair payment, and Good. we play the instrumental from Protect Your Neck in the background during said rant. Perfect. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Because these youth them need to understand. They really, mm-hmm. really do. They, they do. really do. Uh, like, say it. It, it boggles my mind that you'd want to enter such a realm as in the music industry and not want to protect your neck. Like you don't put all that faith in other, like put the faith in yourself and make sure you take credit for yourself, Mm. for Mm -hmm. your shit. And how do you do that? You do that by ensuring, um, ensuring that you've covered all your bases. Yeah. Just like what you were talking about before. If you're going to take a stem, and put it in your shit and take it as your own. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're not doing your due diligence no. at all. No. At all. And that's no. unfair. It's totally unfair and uncalled for. Yep. But then again, it goes to show the lack of education out there it for is. those who are in this industry, right. who are right. just stepping in and are completely oblivious and, and ignorant to and, what and is truly so, in front of them. Well, I, 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 I'll disagree with one thing. I don't want to use the term ignorant because okay. I don't think that I don't think they're ignorant necessarily. I just think they're uneducated. Okay. Right? Good point. And, Good point. And I think our responsibility to ensure that there is a future for authentic music because let's face it, a lot of it is anything but authentic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it is downright disingenuous. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm sorry to say it, but I'll, I'll say it because someone has to. Mm-hmm. Um, if if they don't know, then I agree. Uh, play that. 
protect your neck instrumental and go on that because they do have to know. Mm-hmm. And if and if they don't, there are people who will help you. Help them. Yes. That's the thing that they don't ask. realize. It's just ask. ask. Don't act like you know. You don't no. know. No. Because you're, it's always a learning process in this right. in this industry. Right. There's always something changing. Correct. And don't just, that's why, which leads perfectly to don't just ask one person, ask 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if X person and Y person are telling you a different story, then maybe Z person will tell you something that will corroborate at least one of those stories together. Exactly. Right. So the more people who are corroborating that kind of rap to you Mm -hmm. or will probably lead you in the right direction at least so that you have some for yourself but if you don't know and you're i don't know what is ashamed to ask (laughs) come on do you want to be do you want to be on a on a beach somewhere in malibu 10 years from now or do you want to be wondering where that million dollar advance went two weeks from now exactly what do you really want that's up to them you know It and truly is. Out, and there are people out there who authentically want that for you. Mm-hmm. They but really you gotta, do. You got to seek them out. Yep. And so uh, play I think that it. Yeah, play it. Play it though yeah. still. Like have that played in the background, damn it. <laughs> oh, it, it yeah. will be. It will be. It will be. Yeah, he can do. He'll, he's got There's it. Many he's places right now. that many places that people can really reach out to. There's so can. There's CMMR, CMRRA. That's like the Canadian like music rights and royalties association. Like, yes, you guys, it's out there. It's it an really email, is. guys. It's an email. That's it. How many That's texts it. do you send a day? Right. Never mind Instagram messages and posts. Whatever. How you mean? Right. <laughs> you could take that time. Please. You really, really can't. Yeah, and I really hope that people do. Uh, like yeah. uh, Kilometer Music Group, I've really been following them since they uh, started up in 2018. Yeah. The two gentlemen were from SoCan. They decided to branch out and create their own um, music creation and rights management company because Good. they they understood, they got Good. it, you know. And the amount of people that don't get that part, yeah, it's it just you're leaving money What's on the table, again? y'all. What's that name again? Kilometer Music Group. Say it again. Kilometer Music Group. You hear that, kids? All right. Yeah. Yeah. You can find them online, like for real. Kilometer. <laughs> drop it kilometer. right now. Kilometer. 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 <laughs> and we got the drop for Music Group. Yeah. <laughs> I know they'll be happy to hear me talk about them. Like, I continue yeah. to talk about them because, yeah. like, come on, a rights management company? Your music can be need. played anywhere. That's what they and need. That's what you need. And to know that you, you're again leaving money on the table by not knowing where your music is being played. Yeah. Not just. I'm not talking about the Mm-mm. platforms. Mm-mm. I'm talking about <laughs> TV spots. I'm talking about all right. these other things. Corporate gigs. You know what I'm saying? Hey. They get paid. And right. then you can be like, okay, now I get it. Now I get it. It's not the million streams on Spotify and putting that post up to say that's what I got for the year. Because yeah. how much money did you really see out of that? That's big. And here's the thing. And that's why the music industry is now sick because it's conditioned them for stream and not LP play and not airplay and not actual <laughs> proper compensation for royalty for every track due. 
Exactly. No, you're right. You're absolutely correct. The gentleman we had on the show prior, uh, I think the last episode, uh, okay. Jay Frost. Yeah. Uh, the album that they put. The, the, shout out Frosty. Put, what up? Yeah. Shout out Frost. Like I'm super impressed with that fella because for a gentleman of that age to go back to school and actually take the music administration course from I think um, Durham College Durham. or something. Durham. Yeah. Like, yeah. kudos. Shout out Frosty. He, man, that guy literally changed career overnight. Yeah. Okay. And. True says, you know, probably he doesn't look like he's 50, whatever. But at the same time, it, hey, man, that's not an easy life change. But no. for him to be able to flip the script and, and move into that vein, because he's one of the people who will look out for those folks. Exactly. Right? And that's what I appreciate. Yeah. That's yeah. what I appreciate. Full agree. Full sense. Yeah. Shout out yeah, Frosty man. and all the Supreme Jeans crew. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, everybody, like we said, for like I'm not, I won't go on for like 20 minutes on this topic, but we'll put in a little like five, 10 minute conversation about it. Educate on yourself, please. Go do your investigations and see how you can make your music work for yourself, um, monetarily and how it impacts others. All that good stuff, and you'll be good you're, you're coming into this this field and this industry because of the lifestyle that you're pursuing mm-hmm. and make no mistake if if you so choose this road it is a lifestyle it is okay it is but guarantee yourself a living from that thank lifestyle you. thank you That's guarantee on yourself a living yeah. one more time guarantee. guarantee yourself a living from this lifestyle I hit that, Madonna. <laughs> All right. We'll chop that right there. Yeah. <laughs> you best protect your neck. You best protect your neck. <laughs> right? That's that was it. perfect. You, you know, you know what you guys reminded me of a little bit during but, part of that, but I didn't want to cut you off because it was such a good but, like, momentum that you had. But mm. you both at the same time. You just watch TV all day anyway. Remember the uh, yeah. Everest College guy on BET and oh, uh, fucking TBS? Pick up the phone. Just watch TV anyway. I just got the visual too. I was like, Everest guy, but I'm like, oh my God. infomercial. That's too funny. Hey, look. If it works, it works, yo. It work. If that's what gets them, that's what gets them, man. Who cares? As long as they yep. listen, right? Yep. I don't care. Me neither. I, I just want to all day anyway. That that's the that's the 2022 <laughs> version of like the the 2003 Everest College runner. Like you just watch TV all day anyway. All day anyway. You yeah. text all day anyway. Anyway, <laughs> it literally is. It's literally, is. nobody yep. giving a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Never. true. I think next time I want to see if I can grab somebody from Kilometer Music Group and see that I can have them come on and just chat with Do us it. for a couple minutes too. Do it. Because a couple minutes. They, we, we need them for the whole show. Like that's, that's yeah. the show thing. It is actually not yeah. a couple minutes because it's a big, big, big conversation piece. It's not yeah. just that. Well, it's the Canadian wanna... government laws too. Like there's so much sure. involved in this sure. that so can is fighting for for yeah. the copyright of our music that we don't know about yeah we don't know about that shit how come why is that so sh- like those type of things like how come why? you should know about that because it's a jack move <laughs> <laughs>
If you're getting what amounts to a loan shark fronting you money. Mm. Jay, pardon me? Are you going to corroborate that for me? I I didn't hear exactly. These kids are signing a record deal, okay? Yeah, yeah. They're basically just getting into bed with a with a loan shark. Oh yeah, uh, a loan shark that you know uh, is very public and publicly accepted. Like you know, a white collar loan shark. Yeah, I mean, you could get in bed with like a real loan shark, but. At the end of the day, with them, if if you really really wanted to, you could go to the police and go into right. some kind of witness protection or some shit. Right. Um, that you don't have that option with the record label, so you're probably better off going with the loan shark. No, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 look, it's not. I am not saying that all labels are out to scalp you. There are. They're not. Mm-hmm. There's a no. lot of there are a lot of good labels out there, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, publication will will prevent me from advertising for them. The thing is, is is <sighs> seek them out, and again, yeah. it comes down to ask, mm-hmm. right? What do you prefer? What do you want to be armed with the knowledge? Hell yeah! Before walking into this, like know that okay they might not know that you know <laughs> so you can let them no, talk whatever talk they want to talk you not knowing you know what i'm saying yeah but you have that knowledge already you can be yeah. like mm, i don't really feel that's for me mm. i think it should be this type of parlay and here's why and right. you break it down right and you give that's them your my personal. personal you give them exactly your yes entirely but the thing is though is this is why again the record business is sick now because they're not signing albums they're signing signals or singles mm-hmm. sorry and mm-hmm. because of that you end up having i mean michael franti said it best disposable heroes of hypocrisy like right there boom 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 in and out they go yeah yeah and it's sad it really is it really really is man because we'll go back to the whole meat on a hook thing and you know, you're here today, gone tomorrow. Where's the longevity in what you have? Yeah, I would prefer to have longevity. That's what I'd want. How do I get that? How do I attain right. that? Right, right. Not, not by not by taking shortcuts. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately. Because again, the thing is, is that they're banking on you not knowing. Right. Yep. And they want it to be the the fast hustle and flash that cash in front of your face. The problem is that cash ain't yours, homie. Yeah, that's what I want. Like that. That that cash ain't yours. That cash ain't yours until that album clears or that single clears whatever the hell they gave you. Then exactly. Then. 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 And then you can. Oh, then you're at zero. Right. But this is the thing. You're then you're cool because you're literally souls at zero at that point. Problem mm-hmm. is, is that above and beyond that, where's your publication? What's going to guarantee you that royalty tomorrow? Two exactly. weeks from 10 years 20. from 20. 
Right. Like, look, Nas's album, Godson, 20 years old today, man. That That's still bumping right now. But again, <laughs> relevant music. Mm-hmm. 20 well, and, uh, years ago. And it's yeah. like, I can play that today and draw even more meaning from it than I did then. Yeah. It's so okay. true. So true. Jesus. Absolutely. And what are you going to flash in front of me? Island boys? Come on, man. What do you think we are? Takashi yeah. Six. Who cares? Like, yeah. yeah. Tamagotchi Six Five. What I call him, but whatever. So <laughs> 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 what? That's hilarious. Yeah, but like, again, look at look at look at someone like Takashi Six Nine. Perfect example of someone who got hung out to dry. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or as people around my way would call him, a rat goof. Right. Oh shit. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's it. Like, that, do you think the label cares? No. But uh-huh. he's given them that image. Yeah. And he keeps giving them that image until guess what? He can't anymore. And then once he can't give them that image, what is he now? Of no use. Rat. Right. You both said it. Yep. Snooping, mm-hmm. come again. What'd you say? Of no use. Correct. Stable. What do you say? Rat. Right. Mm-hmm. Two sides of the fence. Two yep. different arguments. Yep. Equally useless to both camps. Mm-hmm. Yep. Disposable. That's a damn shame. Disposable a damn shame. hero. Definitely disposable. Disposable yep. hero. Well, and I guess it goes back to the argument. Do you want to be number 20? for 20 years or number one for one year i'll take 20 for 20 any day baby. exactly <laughs> any day any day exactly i'll take 20 for 28 any day hey look the, the grateful dead did it for 40 years mm-hmm. all right right okay with huh. only one I'll, be four, I'll do 40 for four i'll be number 40 for 40 years then that sounds right. even better and what mm-hmm. did they do they toured the snot out of North America, mostly just the United States, some of mm-hmm. Europe. Yep. For those 30 years they were together, and to this day, with the remaining members of the band, 50 years now. Wow. And guess what? That's they huge. didn't make they did not make it because of their records. They made it because of their shows, mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. presence, that charisma. Modern day mm-hmm. hip hop is lacking that. The places where I get vestiges of hope. For things like that, mm-hmm. 420 click, them type mm. of cats. Ah, shout out 420, shout out 420 click. click. Ah, you owe me a beer. Damn Skippy. <laughs> Damn Skippy. Nathan, yes, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the both of them. But that you see the vibe in a room when those guys hold it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they preaching bullshit? No. Right. Not at all. And and last, I can the tell last you- vestiges of hope. And again, guys. Please, please, please protect yourselves because they're gonna come for you soon. And and mm-hmm. I can I can tell you when with those two, the feeling in the room gets <laughs> multiplied again. They've got a few songs now with Pound Banger, mm-hmm. and the three mm-hmm. of them on stage is just multiply it again. Like wow, what were mm-hmm. we saying earlier? As musicians, as DJs, we're what? Magicians. Yeah. 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 That's magic. 
They won't mm-hmm. remember what you said. They won't remember what you did. They'll remember you for how you made them feel. Them feel. Exactly. And they bring a feeling from the stage to the audience. Yep. Every single Every time. time. Delivery. Yeah. Delivery. Delivery. Yep. So of we need course, more of so. that. But this is what I'm saying. There is there there is that type of hope out there. Even guys like Mad Child and those those cats. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Come on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It might not be your cup of tea, but that guy rip. He does. Rip the hell out of a microphone. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. it's there. But again, like you're in Canada for one thing, that's a disadvantage. It was for a while. Now because of the prominence that Toronto has worldwide because of hip hop. Yeah. Okay. Make your mark. Right. But let's not give them the same manufactured bullshit that they've been seeing. You don't have to be the next disposable yes. hero. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. We just got the one minute again. Cool. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Catch us next week on CFFF, Trent Radio 92.7 FM in Peterborough. Around the rest of the world at TrentRadio.ca, 10 p.m. on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah baby. Been Until next time. Thank you for hanging with us as always. We'll Anytime. have you back. Anytime. All right. Stay blessed, Thank everybody. Bless Keep fit and have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Al Jansen. <laughs>